I was, I'm originally from Germany, born and raised in Germany. You're German? Um, yes. Do you speak German? It's my first language. I lived in Germany mm-hmm. till I was, till I moved here when I was 23. So I went to school, I worked there, everything. And I don't look like a typical German because right. my mom is Colombian. So we grew up traveling a lot to Colombia and um, even the U.S. because we have family here and within Europe. My name is Corina Leisten. I live in South Florida. I am an executive assistant and you're watching Fox Alert. Welcome to the Folks Alert Show. My name is Kiko. My guest today is Karina Liston. Miss Liston, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I can't complain. How's your day going? Good. It was a busy day. Busy day. Yes. Uh, busy weekend. I-, I was watching Instagram. Looked like you you took a day trip. Where did you go? Yes, to Bimini. Where is that at, Bibini? It's an island of the Bahamas. Oh, so it's part of the Bahamas. Yes. How long? How long does it take you to get there from Florida? If you're flying, it's 15 minutes. If you're taking um, a cruise, it would take a couple hours. And we took a ferry, and it was about two hours. Whoa! So you took a ferry from Miami to. The island from from the United States, from Port Everglades, for Lauderdale, actually. Oh, a ferry. A ferry. Is the waters rough? Actually, no. I was surprised. Oh, I would think that the water be rough out there. I was actually prepared for that, but no, because I heard stories. But no, it was a very smooth ride. Okay, is this something that is this something that people do frequently from Miami? They take ferries to the Bahamas. I don't really know. It was pretty packed. Though. Okay, so maybe it's something that people do frequently. And when you take the ferry going to what's the island name? Bimini's. Bimini. Bimini. When you take the ferry there, uh, how? How long do you stay there? Is there is it for the whole weekend or the ferry goes there and come right back and then there's another ferry that comes? How does this work? So 
there may be different companies, but the one that we um, that I went on, they go three times a week, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. So there's people that do just a day trip. There's people that stay for the weekend or even longer. Oh, so when the ferry goes, it actually comes right back. It stays on there. So those days it goes and comes back. But it, like there's people that go, let's say on a Friday, but they don't return on that same day. They stay and then they return on that Sunday. Gotcha. That's interesting. What do you need to go there? Do you need a, how much did it cost? First of all, it came up to like $240. No way. $40. Like the round trip. Okay. So you, all right. Now tell me this, you go to this Island. What's the requirement? Do you need a passport? Do you need a driver's license? What is, what's, what's the deal? Do you have to deal with customs when you come back to the United States? What's the, what's the deal? You need to have a passport because it's a, it's a different country. So there's like immigration, but I think they may have some special contracts or, um, regulations. So when we arrived in Bimini, they did not really check our passports, but when we returned, so they checked our passports in Bimini and then also here, we had to go through immigration. Mm. For $200 to go, to go away to the weekend, to the Bahamas on a ferry and spend the weekend there and enjoy and have a great time and then come back. That's pretty cheap. A lot of people don't know that they can take a vacation like that and, and have a, uh, when, when you told me, when we spoke, I think it was, uh, Friday or Thursday, you said, I'm about to go on a day trip. I didn't realize you were leaving to go to a whole nother country. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to try that. But for you, uh, you don't, you don't miss an opportunity to travel and go somewhere. That's right. <laughs> so you are the, when we first spoke, you were in Japan, right? Yes. How was, how was Japan? Because it looked, you looked like you were having a ball there. I did. Japan was incredible. It's a different world. I can only recommend. What is it like? I've never been to Japan. Was it, is, is this the first time going to Japan? Yes. Okay. It's actually the first time visiting an Asian country for me. That I've traveled a lot, but that's the first time I went to like an Asian country. And um, it was a, overall it was a beautiful experience. Like I would love to go back, and um, the food was amazing, the the culture, the people. It was just it was a really nice trip, and the time flew by. It was just like I felt like I just got here yesterday, and I had to leave the next day. Mm. How long did you stay for a week? I was there for eleven days. What is the city like? Is it very modern? Is it like, or it's very historic looking? Like what we see, like we're looking at a video here that you took. It looked like one of those Chinese Kung Fu movies. <laughs> this was um, one of the temples. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, I spent four, three nights in Tokyo. Mm hmm and the rest of my trip I spent in the area of, it's called Fukui, Fukui Prefecture. I think that's how you pronounce it. And um, so I got to see a lot in that area. 
but like so so I actually got to experience the city city Tokyo mm-hmm. amazing city it's huge and um and I got to see like the countryside the more relaxed the more nature part of Japan which was beautiful but Tokyo something else <laughs> I, I, it's probably one of the places I would like to have I like to go just one time you know my experience of traveling is the Caribbean I've never really been anywhere else uh, but I, I would love to go to Japan I mean not only Japan some of the Asian countries just experience at one time experience the culture the food just the whole you know everything all of it but for you where do you I mean because the first video I saw of you we I, I think you were um, somewhere else I believe it might have been Egypt I'm not sure but for you are you from uh florida originally no okay what what is it with you and traveling tell me about that i was i'm originally from germany born and raised in germany you're german Um, yes do you speak german (laughs) it's my first language i lived in germany Mm -hmm. till i was till i moved here when i was 23 so i went to school i worked there everything and I don't look like a typical German because right. my mom is Colombian. So we grew up traveling a lot to Colombia and um, even the U.S. because we have family here and within Europe. So I think maybe it's also growing up something that I've always been surrounded with travel. Growing up in Germany... And your mother being Colombian, uh, I think when we spoke, you said your father is actually German. Mm-hmm. Was it the culture? It's because it's a, a huge difference in culture, right? Coming from Col- your mom being Colombian uh, and your dad being German, I guess the food was different, right? Yes. And then, you know, growing up, you, uh, uh, you, as you said, you don't look like the traditional German person. How was it for you growing up? Because I, I look at your mom; she's clearly, you know, Latina, yeah. right? Um, you have this Latina woman in Germany, and then you grew up there. Uh, what was life like for you the earlier years in Germany? I would say there, I did experience racism. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I would almost say because of my mom not feeling happy in Germany, I sometimes feel that it's something that she portrayed onto us, and we kind of grew up thinking or having that feeling that we don't belong in Germany, that we need to get out of Germany. So I think it's also maybe a little bit kind of the mentality of me growing up, just trying to get out of Germany. Yeah. But you being, you were, you grew up school there, you went to work. When you say racism, do you think it's because of they not understanding you or, you know, because you speak Spanish, German is your first language. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and you certainly look different. Obviously, kids are very unforgiving, right? You know, uh, with their the things that they say. It could have maybe you think maybe it's because that misunderstanding of who you are and maybe who they were. You know, they're probably trying to find themselves. It could be. How did your mom and how did your mom end up in Germany? My parents met in Colombia, actually. Okay. They met in Colombia, and after I think it was a year, they got married, and then my dad brought her to Germany. So it's a love story. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Then you decide you want to leave Germany and come to America. I have to say that my dream kind of was to come to the U.S., but in between there were some moments where I just felt that's not going to happen. How am I going to do that? <laughs> What am I going to do over there? And I tried different routes. Even I applied at um, they had opportunities. In Germany, with the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, mm -hmm. I applied for that. So every, I think, four years, you get to go to a different country. I just wanted to like get out. <laughs> so you always wanted to travel. Yeah. Gotcha. Now, now, always wanted to travel is one thing and see the world, right? But you could have went back to Colombia because of your ties to Colombia with your mom. Yes. If I would not be here now, I would probably be in Colombia. <laughs> But I'm, I'm in the U.S. So, <laughs> But here's the benefit for you, right? You speak German, you speak English, and you speak uh, Spanish. So you could probably get a job anywhere being a linguist. Yes. You, you know, you ever thought about that? Cruise ship. You could work on a cruise ship as a concierge speaking different language could be a translator for some embassy <laughs> here, I used to in Germany. here i am trying to change your career path because actually you do work as a you're a an executive assistant so you're quite happy with your current job but you know yes. uh things changed for you because that wasn't always your job that's true <laughs> you um pandemic you know when we did the When we spoke when, during the pre-interview, you said you um, you worked in corporate America for for over 11 years and the pandemic changed things for you and you wanted to explore maybe a different career path. Do you think it's the pandemic actually helped people or forced people to do different things that they wanted, always wanted to do, but didn't really have the motivation? The pandemic kind of like gave them that extra push even yourself yeah. absolutely it felt almost as if my my prayers were answered <laughs> really it was almost 11 years mm -hmm. it's, it was a great time amazing memories um, I met a lot of people a lot of connections a lot of friends But at the same time, I felt that I was stuck. I did not feel that there was room for me to grow. 
Mm-hmm. And I kind of prayed. <laughs> I needed like some kind of a change. And then as everything developed and um, while I was looking for work, mm-hmm. I, I, I was hoping to not having to go back to corporate America. So I was hoping that I could find something or be part of something that um, makes a difference. I just, I wasn't sure what field to go, but I, I did think a lot about going into like the nonprofit mm-hmm. um, field. And then um, I was lucky. <laughs> I, I see when I look at your Instagram, you're heavy into the nonprofit. I call it feeding the city, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I know this homeless. We both live in Florida, right? I know this homeless problem all over this country. I didn't know it was that a, a, a huge problem in Florida. Then I saw some of your videos of you riding around, uh, you know, giving out food, outreach to homeless in the community tell me a little bit about that and how did you how did you get involved with 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 that i got involved um through um i went to a a church retreat actually Mm -hmm. and met a woman there who runs a foundation called choose love foundation and um they have been running for i think 15 years now and they go out every Tuesday, rain or shine. I think you may have seen some of the videos where it's raining. And um, it's just um, a group of individuals that come together every Tuesday and serve. Mm-hmm. And um, there's also some churches that send donations and um, prepare or help prepare some food. But it's actually a really, really nice group that comes together on Tuesdays. So it's like, not only are you doing something positive or you're you're helping, but it's also a way of you connecting with other people. Going out and seeing people in dire need. As you do every, I think you said every Tuesday. Tuesday. There's a lot of people that's homeless. That's, you know, for for a number of reasons. How, what does it do for you, right? And you finding this this need to give back uh, and help. Where, where do you think you got that, that desire from? To making a difference or wanting to make a difference? I would say from my mom. Growing up, I always remember her giving stuff away mm-hmm. to other families, to friends, to our family. We have a really big family in Colombia. And um, I, I never was involved with any kind of um, charities or organizations and um, at my previous um, job we did had philanthropic days so right. that's the first time I was in like or ever found out about 
that companies offer philanthropic days to employees. And um, once one year we went to Feeding America, another year we went to the Humane Society of Broward. So you get to to experience different things and you can make a difference. And I have a cousin who also runs a foundation called um, Sharing is Caring. Mm-hmm. So she also goes out. So I've been kind of, without even trying or wanting to, been exposed to a little bit of that nonprofit. And um, the more I do it, the more I want to get involved. Would you do? Would you do more? Would, do you see yourself maybe in the future starting your own nonprofit to give back? How much of a change do you want to make? <laughs> I mean, that's always a question like how like how how can you make the change or, or how can you or what can you do, right? What can you do to to create a lasting change or make a change or have an impact? And mm-hmm. I always see it as rather kind of a little bit difficult. <laughs> and when I see some of those nonprofits, the founders, the directors, how much it actually takes from them as to how committed they are. Then I feel like maybe I'm not ready yet. It missed, you know, it can change. Right. <laughs> but maybe I'm not ready to to run my own. But I I I enjoy being part of one that is already active and see how, how I can um, be involved. It takes a lot from you. Uh, I, I can only imagine, right? You know, if you're running a nonprofit and, you know, every time you go out, someone's got a story. And the little that you may bring or you may give is, you know, can make a big difference in that, that individual or those individuals' life. But I could just only imagine how much it takes from an individual to, to actually to make this work you know, going out, getting people involved, getting people to contribute. It's just got to be a lot. You know. It is. But at the same time, it's really rewarding when you start building the connection, especially with the homeless community. Mm-hmm. That you, you get to um, learn about them. You know their names, their stories. You talk to them. You build that connection. And you like you 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 get to to know them and just even sometimes like just giving a hug to them feels very special and just Miami, listening to them. Miami being a, a city which is known for glitz glamour south beach uh, you know expensive cars yachts uh, you know plentiful of money nightlife is flourishing and you go downtown and you see all this poverty you know what why why aren't you know maybe the city doing more or what do you think that the city can do to offer more to help create more shelters create more shelters and and it's it's tough a lot of there is some shelters here, but they're most of the time at capacity. So even though 
um, there's these options. They a lot of times don't have the, the, they don't make the list. So even if they get there, so there's no more bats available. Got you. So they stay on the street and it just makes it difficult. And also like, especially right now with the, with the housing crisis, mm-hmm. <laughs> rental crisis, South Florida is, is horrible. Mm-hmm. So even like, if you want to rent a room, the prices, it's insane. So it's difficult for people on the streets just trying to trying to get back on their feet. So I feel like it's not only, let's say, for them to, to have shelter, like a place to go, but um, then again, I'm not as involved, so I don't know what, what happens in those shelters, what kind of services they offer, if they guide them through the next step, helping, you know, trying to get them off the street. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there must be some kind of programs but then also it has to be on them if they really want to change, if they're ready for the change. Because you see some of them, like some of the homeless, they're on the streets. Some, yeah, there's drugs involved. There's others that are so smart and I just, I can't understand. There's some that speak four and five languages. It's just like, I don't understand. Here, <laughs> they're, here's something. So smart. They're so smart. And I don't understand. Here is something that I always wanted to do, right? I always wanted to talk to the to the person who is homeless, that's down on their luck, because I want to know how you got there. It's maybe it's the the sto- the, the 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 wanting of the story in me, right? The the, the conversation. Mm-hmm. I want the conversation because I want to know how you got there. How did this happen? Right. Because that's the real story. You know, we could look at someone who is successful and say, oh, well, you know, we'll take advice from them. But that, those advices aren't really genuine. It's the story from the individual who's at the bottom yeah. can give you the jewels to help yeah. preventing you from getting to where they're at and maybe help them in the process. But you spoke a few mo- moments ago about the housing crisis. You also Dude, how many jobs do you have? You're a real you're a real estate agent, okay? We're coming from corporate America, uh, world traveler, okay? Executive assistant, but the housing crisis. You being a maybe not a full time realtor, but you know you you kind of dabble a little bit here and there. Seen seen the housing crisis and the market, so to speak. What would that do? You, you say build more shelters, but how, as a realtor, looking at the market, how do you think that the market, do you think the market's going to improve? Do you think that we should have maybe rental restriction to where price restriction, where it's capped at a certain level to where the rent can go up? Would that impact the real estate market or no? It, it definitely would, and um, they already they have been implementing new rules and regulations, mm-hmm. and um, so we just have to see how how everything continues developing. Well, I, I would like to see you know some restrictions, you know, but like I said, you have multiple jobs. Do you like 
staying busy? Is it, can you just not sit still? This is probably the still, the most still you've set, sat for, for an interview. <laughs> are, you, are you always on the go? Um, do you, I mean, you're doing the nonprofit stuff, you're doing the realtor, you're, uh, you're traveling, um, you know, you've got a, a dog that keeps you busy. Uh, do you, are you always this active? I mean, and I like to work out too. Yes, I like to be active, <laughs> but I do have my, my moments where I'm just, to me, this may sound a little odd, but for me, I always felt that, yeah, you can do a lot of things. You can travel, you can meet friends, you can go out, but I always, there's something special for me. <laughs> If I come home on a Friday and don't have to leave my house until Monday and just stay the whole weekend at home. Really? Yes. So you would, so you are, you're a homebody. Yes and no, but not every weekend, but every now and then it's just, it's nice to just not do anything. Just be home. Like, okay. Just enjoying your, you know, enjoying your, your, enjoying your home. <laughs> yeah. All right, I, I, I'll. That, that sounds like a, a boring weekend, but um, <laughs> a relaxing weekend. A relaxing weekend. Yeah, a relaxing weekend. I would. I would go for that. Yeah, I would. I would go for that. But you are the dog, right? Tell me about the dog. You have. That's you have a dog. Yeah. And uh, keeps you busy. He's cost you some expenses, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, tell me about your 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 friend. My dog. It's the first time I have a dog. I never had a dog before, and um, he's gonna be seven in January. So he's six and a half. Mm -hmm. He is a. He's a mix. A boxer and American Bulldog Pitbull and um, he is very outspoken right. <laughs> and he makes messes too yes he loves the beach but I'm terrified of taking him to the beach stresses me out um, he gets along with my nephew they love each other so much and um, he's a good dog how long have you had him? Um, he was three months, I think. Yeah, since 2017. Oh, since 2017. Yeah. All right. I want to. I want to play a clip here with you and the dog. Um, I've called this uh, drug dealer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to play this clip, and I want to come back, and I want to talk to you a little bit about it. All right. Okay. Soy el fuego que arde tu piel Soy el agua que mata tu sed El castillo, la torre yo soy La espada que guarda el caudal Tú el aire que respiro yo Y la luz de la luna en el mar La carca 
wasn't having any of it. No. <laughs> but he still, he participates. Like he, you know, there's a lot of videos I can do with him. Right. And he's good driven. If you and he's good, he's good for it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But also, he's extremely expensive. Yes. I, I saw a video you posted on Instagram with, um, you got a bill from the dog. You, I guess you took him to the vet and you got a bill and, you know, you're asking him, you know, what, 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 what do you get? What do you have to say? And it's just, it just the expression, right? I guess the expression said it all, well, you know, so <laughs> does it, does, is it, do you always have these conversation with him? I talk to him like a lot, actually. And he listens. It's like, like when it's time for him to get a bath, he doesn't like it. Mm. So I just have to say the word and he would just walk away. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> he would always want to avoid the bath. But but it's one of those unconditional love thing, right? You come home and he's always going to, no matter what happened, or what he did or, you know, destroying your furniture or whatever he did that day or whatever your day was, you come home and he's always going to greet you in a pleasant way. Yes. In a hyper way. <laughs> in a hyper way. Yes. Too much energy. Another thing I want to ask you, it it's, would be fair to say that you like to dance, right? Yes. Where is the, is that the Colombian in you? Because you listen to, you like reggae music, soca, Afrobeat. You know what is it? What is it about dancing? What 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 what? When you hear that music, right? You just went to Afro concert. I think Afro Nation or Afro. What was that concert yeah. festival? What was that called? It was Afro Nation. Afro Nation, right? Yeah. What what does music do for you? Music. I just love music. I mean, music is life. Dancing is life. It's just like a way of expression. There you go. <laughs> that was one uh, at the beginning of my TikTok career. <laughs> oh, the beginning. <laughs> But you just, I mean, it's, you have tons of dancing video. You, and I had a lot of time on my hands last year, so. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. The pandemic, the pandemic, a lot of people had a lot of time on their hands during the pandemic, you know, but are your parents where you, when you go to Colombia and, or your, your family, is there a lot of dancing, uh, coming from a big family yes music dancing there's always something going on always something going on i can i can imagine i can imagine you know uh you do like reggae music uh some salsa what's your what's your favorite music what are you listening to right now in your car what's on what's on your 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 phone or your playlist honestly 
Oh, it's just great. a radio station. I just listen whatever is on. If I don't like it, I just change to the next one. That's what I mostly do. And um, I do like Afrobeat a lot, mm-hmm. but I've always been into like Spanish music, salsa, merengue, machata. Reggaeton? Reggaeton. Hmm. But reggaeton, like, I like it, but I prefer the other three. But I'll still enjoy it, but... Right. Yeah. <laughs> Spanish music. What, no, nothing German? No. <laughs> There's no German music? I mean... When, like, when you were, when you were growing uh, up in Germany, musically, what were you listening to in Germany when you were growing up? I used to listen a lot. I've always been a Michael Jackson fan, so I've always oh. loved MJ. I got to see him actually History World Tour. Really? Like, what was that like? Amazing. I've never seen Michael Jackson in concert. It's amazing, like. And it was not, I'm from Hamburg, so he, it wasn't even in Hamburg. We had to take a train to a different city. Mm-hmm. And we got there like six in the morning, and there were people that had camped out the night before. <laughs> Mil- millions packed, because when he goes overseas in Europe and Germany, packed, like stadiums, like. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. Mm. I still have the cup. Um, the, he had a, an energy drink called mm-hmm. Mystery. I think right. it was Mystery. And then if you buy something at the concert, they would give you like a mystery, um, like a plastic cup. Right. So I still have a cup and also I have a can of that mystery drink. Really? So, like, yeah, I was, yeah, I was a big Michael fan. I mean, still am. Yeah. But I, mean, I, I think everyone was. Yeah. I think everyone was. Uh, for you, you know, you're doing a lot of things that keeps you busy. Where do you plan to go next? What's what's on your travel list to go, place to go next? There's a lot of places I would like to go. What's your top and three? My top three. Um, I would like to go to Brazil. I would you're like from to Colombia. I know, but still, like Brazil. Brazil is Brazil. And you if never I been go- to you never been to Brazil? Huh? You never been to Brazil? No. Well, I never- well, here's the thing. I'm from Guyana, and I've never been to Brazil. I've never went to any other country in South America. I've never been to Colombia. I was invited to Colombia mm-hmm. um, recently, and I was invited to what was that place we we're talking about the, in Latin America, Central America. Oh, Costa Rica. No, nah, it wasn't Costa Rica. It was the other place. <laughs> Andorras. Andorras. Yes, yes. I was invited to go there to do an interview. Um, yeah, but I've never been to Brazil. Brazil seemed like a very... The beaches seem beautiful. I'd like to go there, too. What's your What's your other What's your other two that you'd like to go? Brazil, what else? Two more. I'd like to go to Peru. Peru, Okay. And then there's a bunch. There's a lot of countries I would like to go and experiences. Um, lately, I've been seeing a lot about Bali, so Indonesia I would like to go. 
and I know there was three. <laughs> I'm gonna add a fourth one, which would actually be a country I already uh, traveled to, but um, I it would be more of a challenge because it would be um, to climb the mountain Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro, so, okay, okay. So I would like to go back, but that's really expensive. Peru, Brazil, those countries, I guess the countries in South America, you can travel, right? You can drive, right? You know, from Colombia to Venezuela, because it's all on the same continent. I guess you can, yes. I don't know but how many days. It's, I'm sure that, I mean, I, I never lived in Colombia. I only been on vacation, like as a tourist, basically. And, um, but from my understanding, it's not as safe everywhere. So, and then the distances, so it may be smarter to just fly. Mm -hmm. So, it might, you know, maybe faster. And, um, I mean, if it's for me, I would just go, you know, country by country. <laughs> right. I, I spoke to a, uh, an influencer a few episodes ago and she's in Costa Rica and she's been living there for well, Costa Rica. And then she was somewhere else in Latin America doing Airbnb. She's there for a couple months and then go somewhere else. Right. And she sold everything in California and just been traveling. And I was like, that, that seems like a lot of fun, but she makes money off being an influencer. So I'm like, that seems like a lot of fun, but I don't know if I can do it. Right. I don't, I, I like stability. I like to know that I have a home I can come back to my clothes. I don't know if I can live out of a suitcase. What about you? I've never tried it, <laughs> so I don't know, but, um, I think I would, I would be up for it because I do love to travel and I think that would be an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how long I, I would be able to do it, but it's also kind of, it's like a little high that you get from traveling. And also for me, my trip to Japan was the first time that I did part of it was like as a solo traveler, which I never did before. So that kind of opened the whole new world to me. <laughs> and now I know I can, I can do stuff for myself. I don't need to be depending on others to travel mm -hmm. but don't get me wrong if you know if there's any opportunity i'll jump on <laughs> got you got you karina it was a great conversation i enjoyed it you are more than welcome to come back anytime talk about traveling nonprofit, real estate market <laughs> uh we'll talk about the dog uh what is the dog's name Dante. Dante. Where is he? <sighs> he's right here next to me and he's wearing a cone. Oh. <sighs> he's just like, take the camera off me. Like, leave me alone. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> and it's a, it's a cage, but it's, it's like his home. Like, he knows how to open it. Like, it's more like right <laughs> if he wants to go in he knows how to open it so got you got you 
Well, yeah, it was a, it was, I enjoyed the conversation. I, I'm happy that you came on. Uh, I look forward to seeing more of you on the gram, sharing your, your adventure. And as I said, if you, whenever you want to come back, you're more than welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so you take care. And it was definitely a pleasure having you here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> All right. Take care. You too.